0: Welcome back everyone to a brand new edition of Virtue's brand of wrestling special edition Virtue and Vice. Yes, Rob Vice is back with me we Hi. have a special edition of Virtue and Vice right here on the brand.com and also over on wrestlingwithwrestling.com our good friend Andre Corbeil. What is up Robbie Vice?
1: Uh, I guess you know I don't I do do like a lot of personal stuff a lot but I I got engaged uh, last Friday's on the tenth or whatever so that was exciting that was good she said yes well, obviously otherwise oh, thanks man
0: evil, you know uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just uh, but congratulations I get it thanks no, I no, don't I make fun of you for that that's how I'm, and I didn't right no you that's didn't no other than yeah. I think the ring the ring, I said the ring looked good on your finger yeah or something <laughs> like that but yeah
1: it probably would but um no man I, I've been slowly getting back into wrestling um the 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 smackdown and raw i usually watch on a fast forward but i've actually been keeping up aew nxt um some really interesting stuff happened at impact so there's some stuff happening and and, and i'm starting i'm starting to go back in at least to the point where i know everything that's going on now but i i don't think i'm quite to the point where i can sit through a full raw and full smackdown uh along with everything else right now so that's kind well
0: of you know speaking of slammiversary and I know Andre loves his impact wrestling and TNA and he promotes it heavily on his channel. Yeah. yeah for sure. You know, I, I saw, you know, EC3 had a promo at the end of the show. Um, I saw motor city machine guns reunited and came mm-hmm. back. Eric Young was back looking, you know, doing crazy moves. Cause he's a yep. great, but you know, WWE botches it with everyone. Who else yeah. was there? Oh, the good Brothers brother. And, and it, you know, I feel like, we're always going to get this in wrestling. You're always going to have people returning back to a company they work for or coming from WWE. So yeah. at this point, you know it is what it is. The question is, how will they book them? Will they make that worth tuning in? Uh, you can have all the key players in a promotion, or or at least a good group of key players, like we're going to talk about shortly with AEW. But if you don't execute them properly, what it like they're no better than WWE, right? So well, if they're not executed properly, they turn
1: into Brody Lee.
0: And they have a lot of controversy coming out of Impact. They had to, I mean, obviously let Joey Ryan go or Wilson Hammond. Blanchard. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Michael Elgin, Elgin or uh-huh. Elgin.
1: I never know how you say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But so they're looking for these fresh. Oh, Heath Slater and Rhino reunited. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Yeah.
0: Those type of things will get me to pay attention on the internet to Impact more. And then if I start seeing some cool stuff, I will actually maybe try to watch it. Or I don't know if they're on Twitch still what channel on cable they are, but we'll see. So with all the Slammiversary stuff, maybe it gets me interested in Impact Wrestling. But the first thing I want to talk about, Robbie, Kenny Omega. Okay, this was the guy having Dave Meltzer, eight-star matches, whatever him and Okada were getting. He was doing really well doing these long matches in Japan. Now, I watched him heavily. I was interested when the bullet club was over there all the way back to like Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and they were heels. I love the Westerners going over there and getting booed and being heels. I yeah. am um, a big fan of switchblade Jay White. Cause he's from, I believe, New Zealand, but he's now a he, he was like one of the leaders of the bullet club. I love watching new Japan because of the heels. Yeah. So Kenny Omega did a pretty good job as leader of the bullet club over there. When AJ departed for WWE they set Omega up to take over, and he was cutting some pretty good promos, again, as a heel. So that complemented those great matches. Now he comes over to AEW. Now him, Cody, and the box, basically they didn't want the Jeff Jarrett-type uh, uh, feedback, right, where you push yourselves to the top. Although I think at this point they should all do it. We saw how Cody's doing it. He didn't go for the world title. MJF beat him, so he can never compete for it. Then they made up the TNT title. Now he's defending yep. it. And he's like 13-0 and 0 since. But Kenny Omega, he's a guy that you just put him in a tag team with uh, Hangman Page. And they're good. But, like, there's just not. they don't cut promos. The most interesting thing of those two is the Hangman Page drinking beer, right? Because it, it relates to Austin, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So what do you think is the problem with Kenny Omega here in North America? I think as a heel – he did a very serviceable job, even on the mic in New Japan, and can be a main player. And we know he's what he can do in the ring. I know Jim Cornette says he has happy feet. But what what from your perspective in America, go ahead and either say what you like about Kenny Omega or just go ahead and shit on him because I'm not quite sure where you're gonna go here.
1: Kenny Omega has a style that is not sustainable on a weekly television-based uh, program. So I think when Kenny could go out there and he would have these insane matches and then he would be gone for a little bit and then he'd have some more matches, but he wasn't doing weekly television. And I think something they haven't done well for him is his, is his character and the way that they've kind of written him or or if he's written himself because – you know, I what I love Kenny Omega. You know, I actually, that was my most hyped guy. When I was watching AEW, I was like, you know what? Kenny Omega is going to be sweet because I, I was a big fan of him. I loved his gimmick when he was the cleaner. He yes. came out in that T2, you know, that Terminator stuff. Uh, his entrance music was like that that kind of Final Fantasy seven thing going on. And just everything about him, it was just, he had a character. He had mystique. Now he's just Kenny Omega. He's a guy that did jobs for the first half because he didn't want to go too over, but I think they went overboard with that. And it's at a point now where when we when we first did our first review that you and I did, I told you that I just didn't see anything out of Hangman Page. I told you, I just, I don't know. I don't see it. Now, as we've come further, I think I've seen character from Hangman Page. I think he's kind of finding his way Whereas Kenny Omega, I'm just like, dude, without Hangman Page, I don't think I would care about anything Kenny Omega's done so far. Um, I don't think he's had any meaningful matches. It's just been – he just – I don't know. He he seems like someone who needs to have a strong character that builds up to big matches, and he can do that. But I just don't know. This weekly TV thing, I'm just not buying the character. I don't think he's a force to be reckoned with. He's – by statistical AEW stats, he's average. So I just – I don't see the appeal to him right now.
0: What they need to do – because we know you know he can go in there and have matches right oh for sure yeah probably even though he's Mr. Happy Feet according to Jim Cornette it's it's still what Kenny Omega does in the ring is what 75% of today's wrestlers can pretty much try to do in the ring yeah. so it is from the modern fan standpoint it's the style of wrestling that most people like what aew needs to do and they're starting to kind of do with cody with the tnt title and always going over vince russo swears they're going to erect the cody statue in front of daly's place in jacksonville that's the way they're booking him i feel like they have a if they do this right they have a cm punk scenario because they could have kenny omega come out any show and just drop just a shoot promo i don't care if he can speak on the mic or not and just, just say to the fans, look, I came here, look what I did in Japan, right? They let, But look, since we're here, right, and we have to, he he should literally come out and just say whatever's on his mind and, and create that against Tony Khan, against AEW. I don't know if it would be, okay. Punk tried to do it, or did it, and did it well, and it actually became, he became a baby face. Yeah. That's what they should do, because I think at this point, then you people would be like, holy crap, You'd start having the internet say, oh, my God, this is AEW CM Punk moment, but with Kenny Omega. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know. At the time, we knew Punk was pretty good, right? Because he did that. He had the longer hair. Then he finally got a haircut. And he was in Nexus. But we didn't know he was his great, great promo guy. He did the yeah. uh, Straight Edge Society and stuff. And I, I liked all of that. But we didn't really know he was his Mr. P- Pipe Bomb promo guy until 2011, right? And he got yeah. that opportunity. I say the same thing about Roman Reigns. What can these guys do if you put him in a situation like that? I think AEW puts Kenny Omega in a situation like that if they they could have some big-time buzz. And then guess what? All these rumors we always get about Punk coming back, he ain't coming back unless something is there that makes sense to him. You, to me, unless you pass away, and if you're a wrestler, you always find your way back. I know it's been a long time with Punk. I feel like he's trying to get a lot of people to forget about him getting squashed in UFC. What do, you, what, what do you think if they did that with Omega and then somehow they got a deal for Punk to come back, maybe be the heel? I, I don't know how this would work. I mean, and, and they could write it to where if it went one way, then Kenny could be the heel. Punk could be the baby face, but maybe try to do it the other way first. Punk coming back and saying, what are you trying to do what I did 10 years ago? You know what I mean? You're the problem with wrestling today. I said there was a problem 10 years ago. I stepped away six years ago, and, and and look at, it's everybody wants to rate matches, and I think they have gold. But question is, do you think Omega could pull it off? And do you think there's any possibility at all, Punk could land, back in wrestling, specifically AEW in this situation?
1: I, that's a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that would be great. Uh, do I think Kenny Omega could do it? Yeah, I do. I think if he could go out there and just basically he would probably have to be um just kind of responding to punk and it would have to be almost organic you know everything everything probably would have to have some real some real stuff they would have to have some maybe real opinions about each other that could come out and that could be that could be interesting punk coming back see this is where i don't know because this is what i will say i think if punk comes back it will be like 2022 is like, I, that's the year I kind of think, because I don't think he, he's not going to come back during COVID. He, I, I just, oh, no, he's going yeah, it, he, he, to gonna need the huge arena. Right. Cause we all yes. know punk has an ego, like all of the, the greats do. Right. Um, It's going to take a a Brinks truck of money <laughs> to, to get that done. But Limited I think it could well. be a good promo. And, and it actually, I think in a couple of years, it might be better because punk's going to get into that Jericho age gap of I'm still a veteran, but with punk, you could even sell him being afraid to lose what he has and getting older, that could eventually make him a sympathetic baby face if we got full heel Omega. So yeah, man, I think that could be a great promo. I think Omega could do it. I think he could shoot. It's just like, is Tony Khan too much of a mark? Could he handle that situation? Could he handle writing and, and producing for but if CM Punk? they want Punk?
0: more than 700,000 people. Yeah, man. You have to, and I'm not saying this would all draw to, you know, 3 million, I mean, shit. The best WWE was doing with Reigns and Lesnar the last two years was 2.5. They'd yeah. get the spike up to 3 million if Austin was on the show. Mm-hmm. That's just the state wrestling's at. So with yeah. the pandemic, now we're talking numbers under 2 million. And, and then Wednesday nights, they're adding up to 1.4 between the two shows. There needs to be something. And and that, uh, handcuffs need to come off. And mm-hmm. Tony Khan... I mean, if you want to be this hipster wrestling promoter, Vince McMahon's not going to do it, which we'll talk a little bit later here with Roman Reigns. You know Vince McMahon's not going to allow anybody to come back and be themselves. I mean, if that's the case, we probably see John Cena or The Rock back more often. But because they're expensive and their schedule and Vince knows if they come back, they're going to say what they want, that doesn't really happen that often, right? But... Tony Khan, I think, has the ability to make things happen. Let Kenny Omega go out there and be or any wrestler and try to become bigger than AEW. Bring in punk. I hate the fact wrestlers can't become bigger than the companies. That needs Tony Khan needs to allow that to happen in AEW because that's, that's what's the hurting the whole business, too. Yes. Yes. And and Tony Khan is in a position to let it happen because he's not Vince McMahon. I mean, yes. He's he's tweeting about ratings. Vince McMahon doesn't do that. Well, if you're tweeting about ratings and demo, don't you want to figure out ways to boost them up? So yeah, what? I don't
1: get this either. What can you explain this to me? Because I've been gone for a little bit, right? I'll try. Why why are fans AEW NXT? Why are they going like seething, angry arguments about ratings? Because, I, because well, just because the fact back in the day
0: there was a ratings war, but we never talked. We didn't care. We just wanted to say what show was better than the other one. But we didn't right. say, oh, by 2 million people, we still right. watch them both. Or we tape one, watch the other live, and then watch the recording. Mm-hmm. Today, because everything, the information is at your fingertips, and you can make a quick comment on social media. Fans want to believe by talking about numbers that they become experts. So when they're looking at this, if they're AEW fans, and they see that rating is total viewers are up, like for this week it actually was after yeah. Lost three weeks in a row. NXT. They can now say, yes, we had more viewers for our show. And then if they their show didn't win, like NXT did the three previous weeks, then they go to the demo. Oh, but advertise. And that Jericho's actually putting this yeah. into his promos now. People like Disco Inferno are like, what are you doing, Chris? Like, why do you talk about that? Well, I think Jericho at this point realizes he who gives a crap what he talks about because. He knows like the diehard fans are the only ones watching it and they're gonna eat it up. Yeah. So I think Jericho mentioning demo, he knew he was gonna sell a t shirt. And I bet you it's selling well. Demo god. Ratings king. Yeah, so
1: But, but the but, other part to that, dude, is they they these are the same people that shit all over Raw and SmackDown and say how bad it is. But they're like getting a third of the ratings. So yeah, I guess they're beating the third brand of WWE, and I don't really care. I don't have a dog in this fight, especially anymore, but, like, who? who's, like, how, how does that make sense? Literally, like, 700,000 versus 2.5 million. If 2.5 million is pathetic and shitty and they're going to go out of business, but how is 700,000 acceptable because of who's watching it? The demo of 18 to 25 who don't even have money? It's like
0: PlayStation or any of those video game platinum trophies and stuff. Sure, you can get a lot of bronze, silver, and gold, but not many people have the platinum trophies. So I don't know. But yeah, because information is at their fingertips and all the dirt cheats are posting the ratings and then they can instantly comment in a comment section or on Twitter, which they couldn't do really back in the Attitude Era because the internet was still kind of new and it was more, it was harder AML to chat rooms. <laughs> yes. It was just, it was different. It was harder to navigate, yeah. but yeah, right. They're obsessed by ratings. And of course it's a big war, right? They're sharing 1.4 million people. So exactly. whether they went total or demo, you're going to hear one side say, well, we did better in this. And then the other side said, Oh, well, we did better in this.
1: And it's younger, younger wrestling fans. And then older wrestling fans. And they're just, I, it's funny. And then Jericho's they all come together to watch it's, WWE. Yeah,
0: Jericho's in that demo 18 to 49. <laughs> So that's right. somebody yep. said, I can't remember who told me this. It'd be funny if once Jericho hits 50, and he might be close now, but yeah. just past that demo, he needs to turn on the Demba 18 to 49 demo. I agree. But yeah. yeah, That would be great. And that's Jericho. So, yeah, some people are thinking it's cringe what Jericho's doing while well, he's making money. I mean, dude, he's well, going to sell about it, T-shirts so to those he's
1: Yeah,
0: He's going to sell 350,000 T-shirts probably to you know half that aew audience that that's what's going to happen here. Well,
1: if why. disco asked why chris jericho is doing that he should just be like well i'm talking about it other people are talking about it everyone's talking about it that's why chris Jericho's chris jericho
0: now we can't close a show that you and i haven't done a one-on-one like this for months without yeah. talking about roman reigns he's oh, out because fun. of the, you know obviously he's uh in remission um with leukemia so he does not want to get COVID-19 so he went away right didn't even perform at WrestleMania now when people go away when Daniel Bryan decides not to do Saudi Arabia he gets jobbed out when mm-hmm. Kevin Owens stays home for a few weeks he gets on kickoff shows um when Becky Lynch gets pregnant Seth Rollins loses matches I mean that's the WWA, right but when when Brock Lesnar can do what he wants, they always bring him back and push him because he's Brock Lesnar. I think Roman's in that same boat. Um, Vito actually disagreed with me and said he thinks Roman's going to get buried when he comes back. Well, Roman's smart enough now. Why is Roman smart enough? Because he's made $12 million working for WWE, you know, headlining for WrestleManias. He's not going to come back and, and job at the money that they, they, they're going to pay him. He He makes seven figures. So... He's not afraid to come back and, and, you know, probably push back. Hey, I'm not going to do
1: that. What do you think's going to happen with Roman if and when he returns? Nothing will change. He's going to be on the top card because okay. guess what? Guess what? No, you know why? Because if, if Vince screws over Roman, dude, that family will literally go to Vince's house and kill him. And now we know I mean, the
0: word nepotism, but Vince... He probably be very afraid of that family. That's a family you don't fuck with. The Rock made him. The Rock
1: is in that family and he's the biggest Dude, Hollywood movie How stuff. much mile did he get out of Yokozuna? Yokozuna the wild Samoans? Dude, absolutely. The Rock, yeah. That that family. They're trying with Nia Jax, but it's just ugh. <laughs> What's happened to her recently? Is is she still even a thing? TikTok. Oh. I just TikToks, but
0: yeah. I thought she was supposed to go back to NXT or I don't know. I haven't seen her on TV much. Uh, I think she hurt Charlotte, and then uh-huh. um, I think they realized she's still kind of green in the ring. But she, here's the thing with Roman, dude, he's working out, right? Shows, shows yeah, that, he's done some he's push-ups, done dude. Roman really has. I, I know in FCW he wore trunks and you could see, you know, his like whole body and stuff. But when he came into main roster, he was the shield gimmick, so he was basically in the pants and the the bulletproof whatever, yeah. and that's been his gimmick ever since. I don't know what he's going to come back at, but this dude is jacked. And, and I've done my study with Roman Reigns on the shows, whether it's Raw or SmackDown. And I have two cases now of, of ratings before and after, back when he had leukemia and he missed time and, and yeah. just recently. He's definitely responsible, even during the pandemic, for easily 500,000 eyeballs because it's twice now, twice now. The shows before and after when he was out with leukemia was a 500,000 difference and just before he went out and he actually did four shows during this pandemic with no fans okay so this guy not it's not austin rock numbers but i'm telling you when he comes back they're going to push him right back to the top now do you think they ever do anything differently with him or is it going to still be same old roman do you think we get some character development i think, I think he's that's gotta a possibility wanna, he's got to want to
1: do it He's I got he to does. want to go yeah. out there and win the haters. Oh, yeah. over.
0: But he knows by being Vince's guy like that, like he was, he can't be. So what's your take on Jack Roman? Could he come over? And if they allowed him to perform without handcuffs, could anyway. he be bigger than he ever was? I'm not, yeah. I know that's not saying a lot. No, dude. no you're right
1: on the mark with that.
0: Rock, Even Cena, because it's a different era where they don't allow you to be bigger than the company, but can he be a bigger deal than he ever has been? Especially yeah.
1: now. Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you this. Um, a lot of those guys in their prime would never consider leaving WWE, right? I, except when Austin got pissed because he didn't want to jump to Lanza. But for the most part, those guys in that position, man, they they Vince can basically do whatever, and they're just like, okay, okay. Roman showed them, okay, I'm just not gonna do it. He could he literally left before WrestleMania and just said, I don't need before this right now.
0: You know that doesn't get talked about that much. Yeah, could have toughed it out for a taping and got that Matt easily but man, to have done. I
1: mean, he it knew he was going over Goldberg and win the title, and and, and he still said no. So yeah. I think when he comes, if he comes back and he's like, "Dude, I want to, I'll come back, Vince, but I need, I want to do this. I want to explore my character more. I don't just want to be this guy anymore. I want to be a complex. You know, I want to see what I can do, or else I don't really think it's worth it for me." Vince has no other options because I you know, Seth Rollins is probably one of the greatest in the ring right now, but man, Roman Roman is the face of WWE. Yeah. He was the guy. He was the guy. Undertaker in the ring pat him on the shoulder and said, This is your yard now. I don't think he would just say that if he didn't truly believe that in that moment. So if Mark Calloway says so, man, it's that it's Roman's. It's his. He's the leader. Can you make seven figures? Do you think
0: a year? Okay, Mm -hmm. net worth of twelve million dollars, and all he's ever really done is work for WWE. So it's not like he—I mean, he was in a movie, right? Very, very small role. So he's made his money in WWE. Vince McMahon is paying him seven figures. Do you think Vince McMahon would pay somebody seven figures for as long as he has Roman, the last four years, five years? If if that wrestler wasn't bringing back seven figures higher than he was getting paid for Vince. So people might want to hate well look at Roman he can't draw 4 million like Cena did or 5 million 6 million like Rock and Austin did well he must be making Vince money somehow because Vince would not have kept him in the, we know how fickle Vince is with pulling people quick yeah. he's had Roman up there and and even he's actually pulled Roman back a little bit from title scenarios because of the fan backlash but Roman's always been in the main event mix and so just because of the money he gets paid, Vince ain't going to donk money off to somebody that ain't making him money. And people
1: forget that fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Yeah, dude. Um, Roman's going to – he'll come back. I think he'll have a lot more say. I think it's a power move. Like, look, when, when Austin left and was like, dude, I'm not doing that. I'm out. I'm pretty sure the rest of the time he's ever done anything. He's done whatever he wants. Didn't the Rock call CM Punk in the middle of the ring, like on his cell phone? You get to a point when Vince knows that he doesn't own you anymore, that he will treat you much better. I think he, he will get. Brock does. I mean, Brock's a good worker and does what he's yeah. told, but you think Brock probably tells Vince, I ain't doing that, or you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, I can't believe you booked it well, that way. He, he did. He said, him, uh, he said, If you don't hire back my best friend, Shelton Benjamin, I'm not coming back. So yeah. they gave him Shelton Benjamin money and a contract. I mean, <laughs> yeah, if Brock, if Brock, had, I, I just don't think there's very much. Brock would be like, I want you to fly me in a helicopter that's shaped and looks exactly like my face. he would be like, okay, pal, uh, I'll see what I can do. And we deserve that.
0: Like, when Roman comes back, we deserve that Roman and Fiend match that they were going to screw us out of because of freaking Goldberg. And, you know, I know there's some people out there that say Bray Wyatt's not a draw, and every time he wins a title, like, you know, they always bring numbers up. And, and stuff like that like bray wyatt's a character guy right so he's yeah. not a guy like i would you don't build your he's like Fo- he's like a foley he's
1: exactly right? like fully like a Kane, foley and I foley know, got yeah.
0: hurt a lot too and i know that's been bray's problem he's got a lot of untimely injuries but his care i mean dude this guy could be in hollywood being in horror films i you know i grew up in the 80s and the horror movie genre all the way through the 90s was awesome and, and in the 2000s oh, yeah. up to the day, it sucks a lot of it's um private funded stuff and it's just not the same, or it's just remakes. Well, I think a guy like Bray Wyatt, a director, a, f- a producer, someone out in Hollywood, dude, this guy's good. I, I saw some of the stuff he was doing on the um, show tonight. Um, God, he could host a show. He could host mm-hmm. like a movie marathon. This guy's good with that genre. Very good. But anyway, anything else? I mean, we, we hit 25 minutes, man. I'm impressed. I didn't know mm. after not doing this for a while. I don't know if we were going to be able yeah. to even hit 20 minutes, but. Uh, <laughs> I can yeah, always pop, talk to my friends.
1: Um, Would you like to add it? Well, let's see. Is anything meaningful happened? I mean, I, I thought uh, them AJ leaving for SmackDown because he hates Paul Heyman was pretty interesting. Uh, I wonder if, if that had anything to do with Vince just being like, dude, <laughs> everyone hates you. I can't have you in charge of this anymore. You're going back to this being a talent. Um I think that was the most notable thing that I really kind of took away for the past few weeks. I'm glad you brought that up
0: because, God, you know, they just don't know. They Wrestling companies don't know how to push people anymore. Yeah. Like, I know Matt Riddle's had that controversy, but it, obviously it's not controversy. This girl, you know, he cheated on his wife with a girl. He clearly didn't abuse her. This mm-hmm. girl's just clinging on. They already had him lose clean to AJ Styles on SmackDown last Friday. Yep. Matt Riddle. Like, mm-hmm. I thought. What I thought when you brought wrestlers in, even if – you you give him an ultimate goal, right? What what could Matt Riddle's piece be? Well they let make Kevin Owens John Cena. You make, you make him undefeated on SmackDown against yeah. anybody there, you build him up to finally cross paths with Lesnar, and then let for a pay-per-view or a WrestleMania you let Lesnar beat him. Riddle would have he would have done that. That would have been big bucks for him. But you you have him lose to AJ already, and that's just because it's like they don't think wins and losses matter. We know it's fake. But right. they kind of do matter. Like, why did he even face a j? Yeah, for the Intercontinental title already, if he's going to feud with Corbin? It's well,
1: stupid dude, if, it's they, if they if they would have wrote Arnold Schwarzenegger to fall down and cry every time there was a loud noise in Terminator, you probably wouldn't be like buying him as a giant badass every time he was on screen. And that's kind of what they they did to Matt riddle. All of a sudden he comes up and he's kicking ass. But then he just loses cleanly on a television match that means nothing. So then you're like, oh, well, I guess he's like every other guy on this show.
0: And I know it's AJ. Like, losing clean to AJ should not a career killer. AJ's an oh, no. you know, all-time yeah. great rogue. He's like the Shawn Michaels of this generation in terms of yeah. what he does in the ring. But anyway, I had to bring that up. Well, I'm watching Riddle Like a Hawk. I can't wait for Reigns to come back in a Riddle Reigns scenario. I mean, there's all kinds of things. So
1: I mean, I don't know, man. If if Reigns keeps doing the whatever he's doing, he's going to come back and he's going to be like a mini Lesnar. <laughs> he looks terrifyingly huge. I, so. stop. Dude, I, right. I,
0: hope, I hope Fiend wins the title at SummerSlam uh-huh. over Strowman. And then I hope when Reigns comes back, it's Fiend and Reigns and Reigns finally takes it from Fiend. I
1: would be fine with Fiend losing clean to Roman, but we'll see. Yeah. One last 10 second question for you. Oh. Since they don't have live fans right now, it's really hard for me to gauge and I don't get to talk to you guys as much as I used to. Is, is Drew McIntyre resonating with fans?
0: Before the pandemic, he did get the arena to do one, two, three, Claymore, three, two, one, Claymore. Yeah. Which is silly, but, you know, it's like a thing that kids go along to. But the yeah. fact is, fans boo Roman, right? They don't, you know. Fans don't have to chant what they don't want. The fact that they were doing that. So without fans, yes, it screwed him because that's really all he had. But he did get a pop when he eliminated Lesnar. He needed the fans for this run. And it sucks. I agree. I agree. It sucks for him right now. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned to see if we ever get back to any normalcy. Indeed, with With the president of the United States through at least the rest of this year, probably not. Yeah, but, probably uh, not. <laughs> I and even if the other guy wins this year, you know, I don't like talk politics big. I think we're still gonna be screwed. I just it's, wish we could no. kill politicians again. Or at least, you know, if they're not the front man, have Congress
1: like stolen. I'll use it. That's it. Abolish when Congress, the two party system. Like, it's not working.
0: <laughs> yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I don't talk politics too much. We're almost at 30 minute mark. Go ahead and do your plug.
1: Man, my only plug is my Twitter. You guys can follow me at No DQ Vice. Um, I am just tweeting out random political shit. You might get offended. I am tweeting out wrestling things, random things I like, don't like. It's still a fun time. I still like to have banter. Um, I have not been doing a lot of wrestling shows lately just because, again, it's been really hard for me to to watch, and it's it's getting better. I guess I feel like a recovering addict. I'm like, I'm getting back on the horse. I'm going to start watching again. Uh, I do miss doing the content, though, because it's good to have these conversations, especially in COVID, man. I just... I do. I work remote from home every day, so like I have like no interaction with like real well, people. Well, I know when I you're
0: using with. that time, it's with your girl or a video game, so I'm right. fine with yeah. that.
1: Right, right. Uh, but like today, man. Sometimes I lose my track of time. You sent me a message. You're like, dude, I'm on Skype. I'm like, oh shit, it's like eight forty. So, I get well, it. Well, good. But, we got uh, one in the
0: can, so I can send it to Well and right. Andre. I feel good. I didn't right. even do my show with Vito tonight because I'm doing a bunch of extras stuff oh, and I just yeah, like you yeah, yeah. I and I wanted to get this done yeah, because i am sure. putting it off for so long. Well, so you need to do this you. again soon. Thank you, again Rob. Yeah. Um, thank you. You can follow me on Twitter at no dq underscore virtue. But this is the bigvitobrand.com. This is also wrestling with wrestling.com and I am virtue. That is Robbie Vice. This has been virtue's brand of wrestling aka virtue and vice. And I think Andre calls it wrestling with virtue. Whatever you want to call it thanks for listening. Send us feedback on Twitter. We'd like to hear your thoughts. Again, everybody, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.